Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Health Shift, the podcast that bridges the gap between conventional modalities and ancient healing for complete mind, body, and spirit well-being. I'm here to help you make a shift. And please note that these discussions are not medical advice and nor should they be used in place of medical assessments and treatments. So let's get started. Today, I'd like to welcome Stephanie Kessel. Stephanie is a twin and one of seven children and is multiracial. Her mother has bipolar illness and Stephanie recalls being a passionate child and had an early interest in being a family health advocate. Yeah, there's no wonder there. <laughs> she has degrees in early childhood education, fine art, holistic health, a master's in public health and child and family development. And her most recent accomplishment is being the founder of Best Vibes Villages here in San Diego, California. I met Stephanie while doing a women's entrepreneurial program over a year ago. Man, that was just before we got closed down from COVID. I can't believe it. And we just clicked, having so many common interests and passions. And I am so excited to have Stephanie with us here today. So welcome, Stephanie. Ah, thanks so much. Glad to be here. It is great to have you here. So tell us your story. You know, you told a little bit here in the caption, but how you got to where you are today and how you knew that this was your calling. Yeah. You know, so to begin, I just really want to put out a really warm thank you for providing this space and this time to share with you. Um, and to answer your question, you know, I've just never been um, a sideline kind of person. I've, been, I've always been a bit of a, a fixer and a solution-based person, um, but I've always fluctuated in between um, the role of sort of cheerleading, that game day player, and then a strategic coach. Again, being one of seven, you're wearing a lot of different hats with a bunch of different needs. Um, and you don't even realize these are the, the strengths that are going to inform you for the rest of your life. Um, but I've always been part of a team. And so because of this, for me, relationship building has always been a natural strength. And um, I totally, totally and truly believe that my net worth is my network. And so to answer your question, you know, maybe the routes or the strategies aren't always apparent, but in terms of how I knew this was my calling, it's because of the people I surround myself with. It's because I've always been um, so blessed with um, a beautiful family relationships and, um, and been able to kind of keep that be my um, true north. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. And what are the obstacles that get in your way? Because man, you've got such a wide variety of education from, you know, early childhood education to holistic health and fine arts. Um, what are some of the obstacles that, you know, that were that got in your way? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I would say to start off, it's the sparkly things, you know, I'm a very curious person. And so I can easily fall down into rabbit holes in search of sort of deeper understandings, what ifs, um, which is really a bittersweet thing, um, because I, I really enjoy the process of learning and being present, hence all the degrees. Um, and always because they've been led by my personal interests. But there is that balance um, in terms of obstacles is that, uh, you know, sometimes these interesting things can be less helpful when you've kind of lost your way or you've um, found yourself uh, spending more time on, on things that have gotten you a little bit further away from where you want to be. And so sometimes my obstacle is myself and just needing to, to remain sort of focused 
I would say what has always stayed my true north is my commitment to maternal and child outcomes in our um, engagement with community and really just uh, sort of sinking into where I'm at and looking around at the things around me to see how I might be of service. So it's great that I have, you know, that is my, my base, but sometimes those meandering paths can sometimes become obstacles. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I can so re- I can so relate to that because, you know, I did my undergraduate work between 1975 and 1979, and I knew early on in my undergrad career that nutrition was not the be all and end all. Wasn't a whole lot of, with regard to holistic health back then. So I went to chiropractic school for six months down in Texas. So this is interesting. Did great with it and everything. I said, but that's not exactly what I want to do. Came back and did my grad work in counseling and psych, which I feel blessed that I have that because I use it every day of my life. But since that time, you know, have gone on this convoluted path of, you know, functional medicine, yoga, mind-body medicine, genomics, um, all of it. And uh, it's wonderful. But you're right. I mean, sometimes it's those shiny objects that can kind of either derail you or inform you about what you want to create. And so I want to hear about Best Vibes Village, because I know I've been a little bit of an in, uh, involved in it, but I am so excited about, you know, what you've brought to us here and want, I want you to tell our audience about that. Yeah. And, you know, I always like to remind myself, I, I do a lot of mentoring and have um, had just a really awesome um I gosh, dozens of interns that um, I've, I've, I've worked with over the years. And I often tell them, you know, which is my story to myself, uh, or a good reminder to myself, that often, while we're going through these sort of um, different kinds of, you know, meandering paths, uh, we learn what we don't like. And I think that is such a beautiful lesson mm. to Right. And so, you know, that you shared that you did, uh, you know, you got into a chiropractic program, really rewarding, meaningful work there. Um, Definitely helpful, but also wonderful that you had the courage to say, hey, not for me. This is this is this is awesome. But um, perhaps I I could be of better service or or more um, be more meaningful in a different in a different field. And I think that it shows sort of this. Um, better sense or a, a more tuned in sense of self that you only get if you get to do a kind of a gut check and have that range of, is this for me or not? And, and I think that that's just such an awesome gift as well. Um, so thank you for sharing, you know, your experience with um, also being a curious person and um, learning so many things and how many more things we have to learn, you know, keeping in mind too, I think why, why we naturally click um, is also because we understand that the human experience is messy and that we come to this in lots of different ways. So um, our story is a reflection of how we can embrace some of that messiness. And I, and I, loved, I love that you shared that. Thank you, Julie. Oh my, oh my goodness. And, and that is a phrase, in fact, I just actually posted in one of my Instagram posts this week about life in the messy, because I oftentimes you know, encourage people, you know, allow yourself to be in the messy because that's when you're gonna actually learn so much. And um, Yeah, it's so true. I think the unfortunate thing in our educational system is that college is so expensive that, you know, it's like if you don't do what you paid those thousands and thousands of dollars for, you wasted your life. And I just, you know, I I so often mentor students as well and say, you know, undergrad school is really an exploration, not meant to carve out, you know, the rest of your life. Um, But unfortunately, parents don't think of it that way. And of course, the price tag that goes along with it doesn't make it easy to explore and then say, well, thanks, but no thanks. So, yeah. 
Absolutely. And that, you know, that absolutely leads me right into um, Best Vibes Village, which, you know, is my story. Um, and as an entrepreneur, this is a really, <laughs> really practicing a growth mindset here. Um, because my background, you know, to Julie's um, awesome introduction includes, you know, being a classroom teacher, a community educator, um, researcher, you know, at uh, UCSD and pediatrics, like a lot of these really structured um, institutional um you know, respectable um, career paths that my education um, opened up these doors for me. And so to be stepping away from that and, and, and stepping into this unknown and sort of, um, I don't know, um, in, um, sort of vision, right? Mm -hmm. This almost like ether of, of entrepreneurship and what that looks like, you know, it's becoming less foggy. Um, but this vision um, has, has stemmed from exactly what you are referencing, which is um, the lived experience of having, you know, done this American dream uh, or this version of, um, you know, trying to find our work-life balance when the reality is perhaps we did um, postpone family or we did um, prioritize professional life or we did um, decide we don't want to, um, you know, do professional or we don't want to do family. But what does my reality look like? Mm. And how, how can we in today's society still have enough room to create our village, right? This, mm. this this idea of um, adulting is just really hard, right? And your version of adulting, even though society likes to make it look like this and you have all of these um, sort of external accreditations or um, things that you had really thought you had wanted, awesome, celebrate those things. But um, how do we just continue to enhance that instead of sort of leaning back and thinking, well, gosh, you know, I'm in my 30s, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 50s, fill in the blank. Um, and so now, you know, it's, it's I, I no longer can contribute to um, being meaningful in a more, you know, multi-generational, active um, society the way that I did when I was in my 20s, 30s, 40s. And so, you know, something that I found really important as I've been trying to be more clear with my vision of Best Vibes Village is supporting this idea that growth happens throughout our lifespan. Mm -hmm. And it does not matter um, at what level or in what um, structure you do or do not have family, we still need our village, right? We still need um, mentors and um, trusted community um, resources and events and really belonging. Um, and when we look at the way our um, we maybe find ourselves now um, sort of no longer close to our birthplace, or maybe we don't um, have the same family values that we were raised with, or maybe um, we're just in a different place than we, we, we had thought. By having a place where we belong and we can find trusted community members, um, resources that are helpful, peers, um, and being able to engage with other like-minded people to kind of walk through some of this, um, your American dream starts to look more like what your what your personal values are and how you see yourself being of value in in the in the village or in your community or, you know, as you continue to move through your personal 
development. And I, and I, I, I definitely feel like the process and this vision has been mine um, because I do have a lot of degrees and I do have a lot of things that uh, I had really worked hard on. And I leaned back and I, and I thought, well, gosh, um, it'd be so nice to share this with more people. Um, these resources I have, this education I have, these relationships I've, I've, I've developed, how, how do we create a platform that, that looks like this, um, that invites people in? And so Best Vibes Village is just that. Um, think of it kind of like um, a cross between Facebook, Meetup and masterclass, but without any of those pesky ads or algorithms. So you have free access to join a diverse and talented community with peers and mentors. Um, we vet all the resources, we invite you to events, and then you actually get to choose what kind of content you wanna see in your activity feed. So the idea really is that you're able to step into a social space that aligns with the, with the kinds of resources, peers, and events that are meaningful to you so that it really feels like you belong. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I have a quick question I wanted to ask you about this. I thought about this after you and I had our initial conversation. Can people join from outside San Diego? So, you know, I, I still mentor and see many clients from the Boston area and would love to be able to connect them with Best Vibes. So tell me a little bit about across the country. <laughs> yes, thanks yeah. so much for bringing that up. You know, this idea of the, you know, sort of this geolocated and, and having sort of very um, defined parameters. I think COVID, if it did anything, reminded us just how how uh, well suited we are at um, expanding our range and being able to connect in new innovative ways. So absolutely, um, distance is not a, um, a barrier to being able to join. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, we definitely are excited about having a diverse group. You know, the United States in of itself is a diverse country of many of many different areas that we would love to have the insight from our um, our neighbors all over the United States and beyond. Sure, sure. Oh, that's great. That's really exciting. So tell us about some of the particular themes that you're seeing come up, you know, within the groups. What are what are some of the challenges that they're looking for to maybe get some answers to? And what are some of the kind of the programs that you're actually offering at this point? Yeah, thanks. Um, so, you know, some of the themes that I'm really uh, noticing about our members in particular is that, you know, Best Vibes Village is really for those kinds of engaged and inspired doers. You know, we realize that there's a lot of ways to learn about a lot of things out there. So, you know, for example, WebMD, yeah, absolutely provides access to information, you know, but there isn't a lot of context. There isn't a lot more beyond just a flat um, mm -hmm. fact sheet. So what we find a theme about our members is that they find value in the way that Best Vibes Village provides helpful information, yes, but with that added value of insight from your peers, mentors, and experts, and then the next level of being able to do something with that, right? So for example, um, we have a month-long private community that we're offering. Um, it will be starting in October. It's a month long private series and it's for parents with young children. And what I mean by doing is parents can sign up for this paid course and for the month, they'll have private access to different kinds of 
resources, um, questions and answers, um, weekly hosted events, um, with and then with uh, like a month's worth of hands-on activities, all focused on supporting parents as they are the, the facilitators of everyday learning in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so really doing more than just saying, here's a sheet of, of things you can do at home, or here is um, a single tutorial. How about we, we actually, um, you know, provide all of those things, but also a way for us to go do that or um, real kind of deep, um, you know, problem solving or modifications by being able to access the experts. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Great. And do you actually have the, um, I know on the few times that I spoke to your group, we, there was interactive Q and a, you know, so there would be the presentation, but there will also be the opportunity to kind of answer questions for people. So is that going on during this course as well? It is. We actually have um, open office hours. Um, so parents can pop in if they feel like they want to do something a little bit more private. Or we also will be hosting a live um, questions and answers that would be recorded. So if parents have questions specifically around any of the um, content we have and frequently asked questions, we'll actually be there um, doing that live as well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great. And what are the what are the themes that you've been seeing over this last year? I mean, I know for you know for me, people are asking an awful lot around COVID, and again, how do we you know kind of manage our health? Uh, what should I be doing? Things like that. But um, what are the themes that you're actually seeing? Yeah, you know, I I think that our parents are doing such an incredible job of um, you know really quite quickly having to expand their understanding of social, emotional, you know, as well as all the human basic needs on top of this high level of hypervigilance around, Mm -hmm. um, you know, social safety, health, these sorts of things. And now with the reality of school um, starting, you know, in these last couple of weeks, you know, that vigilance is, um, has been, has just been fatiguing. So I would say something that I've been receiving a lot of feedback on is the challenge of parents, um, or the biggest challenge I've, I've, I've seen with parents is this sort of mental fatigue, mm-hmm. um, on, um, you know, at what level do I sort of surrender to the fact that, um, you know, my children need to go to school or financially we do fill in the blank, right? Like that there's all these other kind of external demands that um, are exhausting, just have been weighing on us for some time. Um, but the other side of it, um, I've seen a real theme in, in sort of slowing it down and saying, you know, maybe we don't need to do all of these things. Maybe we don't need to, you know, sign our children up to all of these activities. Maybe what what, what this year has taught us is that, you know, I, as a parent, um, really enjoy, um, you know, freeze dance in the living room with my child. And, you know, let's do more of those kinds of things, um, things that are in the home and we're doing together. Um, mm-hmm. And how can I, how can I keep that, those opportunities for, um, you know, relationship building, um, staying connected with our child, sort of finding that work-life balance. Those are the things that I feel like um, COVID has sort of um, brought to light, but also opened up the opportunity for parents to kind of reevaluate what their normal looks like. 
Sure, sure. And you know, over the last number of years, everything has been pretty much external. Our kids would go to school and then they'd be signed up for soccer or track or whatever. And it was much more hands-off parenting. Um, so part of it is also, we, we were talking a little bit about imagination before we went uh, before we went live here, but this whole idea of helping parents to tap into that creative resource around imagination. Like I've always been one that rather than bringing my kids to Chuck E. Cheese to do the birthday party, I would create the birthday party and the theme and make the, you know, make the whatevers and, and it would be a ball. I had so much fun actually planning and preparing all that. Not everybody um, either enjoys it or even knows how to start that process. So I think that whole idea of imagination with parents in terms of creative ideas, freeze dance is great. You know, and the yeah. thing I think about is you're getting them off the computer screen. Everybody needs to get, you know, away from Zoom fatigue. Um, you're also getting some exercise. You're building immunity by jumping up and down, you know, because that actually supports our immune system. So, you know, I, my, my whole brain starts to go into the whole health aspect of things, you know, not only physical health, but mental health and fun and joy, all that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Julie, I think you did a beautiful job of, of sort of expanding what, you know, me as an educator or, you know, you as a healthcare provider, sometimes we can have these, um, you know, very top of mind examples or ways that, you know, have you thought about this? Well, Again, you know, we can go to perhaps like a Pinterest or, you know, what I had mentioned earlier, like a WebMD for a list of flat facts. Right. However, what you just did there, right, is you sort of breathe um, life into all of the things that that, you know, flippant example that I just gave um, really supports. And that is exactly the kind of deeper um learning or, you know, what if, or imagination that our, our, our community really wants to help support are these kinds of conversations of, Hey, you know, yes, freeze dance is something that, you know, we, we probably know exists, but maybe we wouldn't prioritize, um, as something to do with our kids. And it's not top of mind if it's not, uh, perhaps you're not an educator, perhaps that isn't, you know, uh, building out a themed birthday, isn't sort of your natural way of thinking, but maybe if you are interested in those other things, you know, the health benefits or even, you know, where you're going next with the joy, it's like, man, just having music in the house, having a designated, you know, 15 minutes where they, you know, get to be the, the boss applesauce and they get to pick out the songs um, and, and they, and, and together you're doing that. That's, you know, the mental and the mood and um, sort of new relationships with music, um, mm -hmm. just, you know, the belly laughing, right? Like I just, I, I feel like I can see it happening so naturally because I've experienced it having been a teacher in my classroom. Sure. But if you were a parent who maybe hasn't been, you know, really inspired for all these other reasons to give it a try, perhaps you're missing out. And it doesn't have to be that that's just a perfect example of why being part of a sort of focused, um, inspired parent community would really provide this kind of deeper um, insight on why you as a parent don't need an external uh, indicator from, you know, your teacher or the coach or a therapist to say, hey, mom or dad, it's time to show up and, you know, fill in the blank with this, right? Like, 
think, let's think about this preventatively and, and yeah. how much more fun is, this is what you signed up for, right? Is the fun part of parenting, um, not waiting for the deficit. And so being able to, again, sort of step into um, a community that provides these kinds of resources more than just um, a flat, you know, uh, to-do list. Yeah. Say, man, these are the kinds of things I, I didn't even know I was missing. Um, and I didn't realize it was going to support all of this other creativity, all of these other relation, all those other social emotional stuff that um, I, 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 I strongly sense um, all parents, you know, crave. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, when, when I think about it, you know, I grew up in, <clears throat> I grew up in, an, excuse me, <clears throat> I grew up in a neighborhood. And we used to, you know, run through each other's yards and play tag and hide and go seek and things like that. And that reminds me of, again, the small village. As we've become a global community, you know, the pro, the pro, there's pros and there's cons that go along with that, but we've become so much more disconnected. And so I love the idea of the village because the village is, again, your small group of peeps that have a common intention, a common purpose and can learn from each other and really talk amongst each other. And I think that's something that we've really lost. And that has been one challenge. I mean, it's a challenge and a blessing with the whole COVID thing is that, thank God we do have Zoom, but we've also lost that being able to gather in the neighborhood as we used, you know, as we used to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you know, that's, that's also just a really a great um, thing that was, a, has been a theme and it's always continued to be a top priority with Best Vibes Village is that every Wednesday um, it's no cost, but an open invitation to all members from one to two o'clock to pop in as you are at our getting out of the weeds event. Um, and basically what that is, is we just simply go around and we either share or just listen. It's up to you. Nothing's being recorded. There's no intention other than to share and respectfully listen as each person shares either a bud, a bloom or a thorn. So there's no advice given, you know. I love it. <laughs> yes, for me, this is an absolute bloom, right? Because I am thrilled that this is coming to reality and we're gonna be able to share this. So that would be something that I would share during getting out of the weeds. And, um, and then, you know, we just go around the, uh, the community that show up and, and pop into our live event that we host every week. And, um, and then at the end of the hour, we make sure we have enough time for everyone to share something they're grateful for and how it makes us feel. And why that's important is because it's important to articulate how we're feeling, um, to give ourselves sort of permission. They don't have to be pretty um, or positive, socially good feelings, you can mm -hmm. feel how you feel and you can be grateful to have those kinds of feelings. You know, discomfort isn't um, something that is, you know, we avoid it, but it isn't something that we um, has to be labeled as bad. And how does that make you feel? Right. Because when we can kind of articulate something, share it, and then identify how we're actually feeling in that, in that feeling, it's like super powerful. You know, you've, mm -hmm. you, You've really given less agency or less control to your emotion and more um, sort of uh, perspective to the fact that you are you are in a um, a state, not a trait. 
You know, you are in a place right now and now you're able to kind of move forward with that because you've identified it, you've, um, you know, sink in with your feelings and then you shared it and now, you you know, you're being honest. So that's what we do um, every Wednesday for our, our community. And that also sort of supports some of this anxiety we've talked about um, that we've seen as themes, um, you know, this last year that uh, with COVID and parents and families and adults um, sort of in their real lived um, pandemic um, state of mind. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And you know, when we finish up today, Stephanie, I will gonna, I'm gonna circle back around and ask for that specific link because I yeah. definitely wanna share that on my social media and let everybody know that they can pop in on a Wednesday. You know, it'll be one o'clock Pacific time, four o'clock Eastern time. And it's so, one of the things that you just mentioned was again, that whole feeling state. You know, one of my favorite authors from back in the early eighties was Janine Roth. I don't know if you know her but she was a social worker and her main focus was on eating disorders. Well, one of her statements that I've used forever is the only way around it is through it. And so if we, if we feel our emotions, even those negative ones that we want to avoid, we can work through that and get to the other side. And I think that that's one of the most important things that we need to learn. And, and again, as humans, we want to avoid pain at any cost. And we're oftentimes going around it, around it, around it, and then never really solving the situation. So I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Wow. This has been absolutely amazing. And um, so what three tips do you have to offer people today in this confusing, you know, world of life? (laughs) You know, it isn't up to us to um, figure it all out. Right. And Mm -hmm. In particular, as we, you know, we've, we've talked sort of through it from the perspective of the village approach and the system that, that I'm um, you know, really passionate about, which is prevention through um, sharing your um, you know, goals, hopes, fears with the right kind of village members. Um, using that system is what I'm passionate about, relationship building, essentially. Um, I also, I also want to emphasize the fact that in addition for it not to be about figuring it all out and uh, remembering that there's other people around you who have passion and insight um, about some of these other systems, such as the healthcare system, such as the education system, such as you know, the wellness world, physical activity, whatever these other kinds of systems that are, you know, feeling very overwhelming. It's not, it's not up to you to understand all of them so that you can micromanage them all. Instead, you know, my advice would be, you know, to remain curious and be a critical thinker about what are the things around you? What are the systems around you? um, What, how are you using them? um, And how are you leveraging them? towards your goals. So again, your first, my first suggestion would be to be curious and a critical thinker about the things around you and how are those impacting your thoughts, your behaviors, and how are they supporting your goals? Sometimes we can put ourselves in environments that are not healthy, health, health, healthy or helpful. So mm-hmm. we sometimes we can be in environments that are not healthy or helpful. We know that it perhaps is not aligning with our goals. So being a critical thinker would have you step back and think, what could I perhaps be doing different about this environment, this situation, my approach in this, the people I'm surrounding myself, and make sure those things line up, 
right? So it's sort of that first idea is kind of just an assessment and looking around and being a critical thinker. You know, my next um, suggestion in terms of remembering that it's not up to you to figure out all the systems um, is to, to, again, look around and see who are your champions in the, in the ones that are working. What are your strengths, right? Something about these even dysfunctional or unhealthy spaces likely are fulfilling something. Um, but the idea is how can we uh, enhance ourselves, not just you know, survive, how can we thrive, right? So what is, what is, what is it that is just keeping me surviving here? And how can I, you know, springboard off of that into something that's going to help me thrive? So even just assessing almost who are the strengths or who are your champions and what are the strengths um, that you have that's going to help you assess your, your current situation, all aligned with your goals and your values. And then of course, the third part would be to, you know, challenge yourself, Give yourself some kind of uh, real, honest, values-driven, you know, pep talk, but also reach out to those people, those champions, the things that are working, let them know, let yourself know, say it out loud, what you need, because you deserve it. And make sure you're asking for help in a way that's, that's really going to move you closer to your goals and your vision and your values. And then of course, just like trusting, um, trusting the process, you know, mm -hmm. we, we, I just gave you those three things of sort of doing a quick little look in yourself, looking around at sort of the, the next level and then doing something, which is to reach out and to articulate what you need. But then part of this is, um, trusting the process, right. And learning what you don't like, um, taking what's helpful for you and continuing to move forward. Um, because, you know, I said this earlier, but your net worth is your network. So really leveraging your network because they're the, you know, scaffolding that is there to re really um, prop you up. So that would be the three things I would say um, during this, you know, period of where we are right now, but also just moving forward because, man, I tell you what, uh, learning throughout the lifetime is uh, something that's a gift and we're just never going to be perfect at it. So we're just going to keep practicing all of these things. And, and, and I'm excited for um, what that looks like for each of us. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Lifelong learners. It's funny. I, I, I oftentimes refer to my work as my life work because it's really not a difference. There's not a separation between life and what I do for work because it brings me such joy and such passion. So Stephanie, this was absolutely amazing today. So how can people connect with you? Um, so the best way to connect with me is you can do one of two things. You're welcome to hop on our website and that's just www.bestvibes.com village.com. If you know, hey, I am excited to be part of this community, join it directly, pop into our, um, our landing page and just click join now. Um, and that you can find at, um, you know, www, here we are, um, bestvibesvillage.mn. And then uh, if you know you want to perhaps purchase this private community, or you're interested, actually, I didn't get to tell you about this, Julie, we're, um, we've just provided a, um, a long form quiz to learn about your own natural strengths. And, you know, sort of as it relates to yourself so that you can um, more um, naturally um, connect with others, 
you know, find different kinds of activities that you know you're going to enjoy enjoy based on your natural, um, you know, curiosity, your, your natural interests. So um, if you're interested in, in taking that quiz, um, there's a number of ways that you can get involved. Um, and then of course, social media, you know, our handle is best underscore vibes underscore village on all Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Awesome. 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 Okay, Stephanie, thank you so much. This was amazing today. And If you like this podcast, please rate, review, and share with your friends, family, and coworkers. I'm on a mission to change the current paradigm of healthcare and mental health care. And you can find me at juliefreeman.net, on Instagram at juliefreemanmindfulwellness, and on YouTube at juliefreemanfunctionalmedicinelahoya. Until next time, thanks so much, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.